Okay? We're learning the Gemara and the Chavchesam with Beis. We're starting from where it says, Ikeda Omri, Omer of Yasef. So in the Mishnah it said, when you have a person that's going out to be killed, so, that on one hand, we have to say that he was probably killed, and therefore, we have to be machmer, that he's, that he's not alive. On the other hand, there's also, we have to be machmer, that he may still be alive. Something may have happened, and he's still alive. On that, the Gemara before brought here, that Rabbi Yosef said that that's only by a Bezen Shal Yisrael. By a Bezen Shal Yisrael, we say that there could be someone is Malamit Tzchus on him. It could be Malamit Tzchus to the last moment. But by a Goyish court, once they decided that they're killing him, there's no, there's, there's nothing's going to happen in between, and therefore, he's, there's, he's for sure not, he's dead. So his wife could go get married, and there's no, you don't have to be machmed that he's alive. Here, the Gemara brings from Rav Yosef another version that says the exact opposite. So the Gemara, Ekedomri Yom Rav Yosef, so Rav Yosef says, Lo Yishonu Ela Bebezdin, Shalom but it says in our Mishnah that even after you see that he's going, he's taken to be executed, but nevertheless, you have to be machmer, that he's still alive. That's only by a Goyesha court. When it comes to a person that's taking, taken out to give him a chiv misa. So, given the nafaklei, dine leketala, once the psaktin was given that he should be killed, katlilei. So we can rely on the fact that they kill him, you don't have to be machmer at all, that he may still be alive. So Abai asks Rav Yosef about this. Why are you saying so? Isn't it possible that by the Bezin of Yidin, you can be Malamet Tzchos till the very last moment? So maybe someone was Malamet Tzchos in him. So he answers, When are they Malamet Tzchos in him? Before the Gemar Din of this person. Before they give down the Psak Din. After the Gemara Din, though, there's no being Malamet Tzchus anymore. What does the Gemara mean by this? It does, Rashi explains, it doesn't mean that you can't be Malamet Tzchus afterwards. What it means is it's very uncommon to be Malamet Tzchus for him afterwards. So because it's so uncommon, so therefore, there's no doubt about this. There's no suffolk about this. There's still, there are some of Arshim, actually, that say that it's not considered to be a suffolk mamish, but still, you would have to be machmer that she should not go and get married to anybody else. Because... There may, there, may, there may have been a limut chus on him, even though it's not common. If she did go and get married to someone, we're going to say that it's not a suffering and she could remain married. But the Yavid, but even in this case, she still shouldn't. And the raya that the Mepharshim bring is from the famous Gemara in Yuvamis that says that a person's, a, a woman's husband that uh, drowned in Maim Shalem Saif, and you don't know if he survived or not. So we say that she can't go get married because it's possible he survived. And that's a very not shchiach that a person should survive in Maim Shalem Saif. And we're still chayshish for that. So over here also, you should have to be chayshish for that as well. At least the chilah. Okay, so but this is according to this version by a Yiddish, by Yiddish Bezdin. So there's no, usually no limits chos. But when it comes to a Goyish Accord, so it's possible that there's bribery. So therefore, it, until the last moment, you never know anything what happened to him. So here the Gemara brings the same inyanam that it said at the end of Dav Chavches, but here it says it as a raya to Rav Yosef, because here it's the opposite version of what Rav Yosef said. So, shall we say that we have a raya to what Rav Yosef said from the following Mishnah in Makis? It says over there, anytime two Edom come into a Bezdin, and they testify. We testify regarding this individual. That a Bezdin, that Bezdin there, Already paskin that is chayiv misa, or plainy plainy edom, and so and so were the edom that is chayiv misa. So they're they're testifying that this and now that what happened was that person ran away from that bezin, so the bezin never gave him the chayiv misa. 
So now So this person has to be killed. So what do I see over here? That I'm not going to be chayshish, that maybe after that Bezden Paskin, that someone was Malam Tzchus. Like Rav Yosef said over here, it's not common that anyone should be Malam Tzchus, so therefore Bezden will harezi yarek, give him Misa. So as Gemara, no, there's no raya from there. Dilma b'reyach shani. Perhaps this person that ran away, if he ran away, so of course Bezden is not being Malam Tzchus on him. But maybe in a regular case, we do have to be concerned for Alim Tzchus. Toshama, bring you another raya to what Rav Yosef said. It says Yisrael. You heard from people of a Yiddish bezin that said, ish This person he died. I should explain before. Mace means in a, in a, sometimes they placed a person into a uh, kippah, in a place where he was left uh, without food and he died. Ish nerak, or he heard from a bezin that this person was killed. It's one of the chiv misses of bezin. You see a sister. They can go and allow my wife to get married. If he heard from a, a, the executioner of a Goyish court that Ishplani Mace, that this person was left to die, or Ishplani Nerg, or this person was killed, they should not allow his wife to go and get married. So, first, the Gemara explains what's the difference here. My Mace or my Nerg. When it says here that he died or he was killed, what does this mean? If you would say that it means that whether the, the Bezdin or a court is saying about this person that he died or got killed, so the Chvasaga you're saying that the, by the Yiddish Bezdin or Goyish court, it's the same thing. That, oh, sorry, the, it, it's not the same thing. The, the Braise is making a distinction between them. Why are you making a distinction? Why, regarding a Goyish court, are you saying that his wife can't go and get married when someone from the court says that he already died or he already got killed? We know that Allah is called when, when something is being said, not as an official testimony, but it's just being said offhandedly, so that even if a guy says so, we trust this. So there should be no difference between this information being told to us from a Bezdin, from someone from a Bezdin, or someone from a Goyesha court. El Alav, says the Gemara, so the Pshat on this Braisen must be, Meis means Yitzelomos, not that he died already. Meis means that someone from the Bezdin says that this person was taken to a place where he's going to be left to die. And Venerek means Yitzelomos, that he was taken out to be killed. Vikatani, and what does it say in this Braise? That That by a Bezdin, this is enough information to allow his wife to go and get married. So over here, over here I actually see that you could allow her to go and get married. So we, here, here we see very strongly how we're not choshish that maybe someone was Mulamit's Chosanim. Says the Gemara, no, there's no Raya over here to what Rav Yasef said. When the Braise says that someone's saying, about this uh, man that he died, it means that they said, they're saying that they saw that he actually died and he was actually killed already. Now, the Chosagabayavikachavim. So the question is, if the same by a person that's coming from a Goyish court, so then am I like? Why would, uh, would he not be believed to say this? As we said before, if someone is saying something offhandedly, it doesn't matter, even a guy is also believed. So why shouldn't he be believed? Says the Gemara, not in this case. If a guy is saying something in a story, he's just sharing in a conversation something, so then I say that we believe him. But if it's someone from the court that's reporting about this, even if he's not saying it as a testimony, but it's possible that he could be lying about this. As Rashi explained before already, maybe he wants to boast about the fact of how powerful his court is, of what they did. So could be he's just exaggerating and it's a lie. Okay. 
continue with the next Mishnah here. The next Mishnah, the next few Mishnahis here, we'll be discussing uh, more halachas, benigeya, to the shlichus of a get. A person is delivering a get. Maybe get Beretz Yisrael, a person that was sent to deliver a get within Eretz Yisrael itself. So as we learned before, in the beginning of the Masechta, when you deliver a get in Eretz Yisrael, you give the get to the Isha, and there's no additional testimony required about the kashers of the get. V'cholo, but now the shliach got sick. He can't deliver the get. He can give over the get to a second shliach to deliver it to the Isha. <coughs> but if the husband says to the shliach, When you deliver the get to the Isha, I want you to take from me, from her, a certain object that she's holding for me. So then, you can't send this get with someone else to deliver it to the Isha because, because the husband appointed you to be the shamer on this pekadon that you're going to take from the Isha, you're not allowed to give someone else this pekadon that someone else should deliver it to the husband. This is a, there's a famous shayla here on this Mishnah from Rabbi Kivegi. He says, well, if that's the case, if the husband doesn't want his pekadon to be in someone else's hand, other than the shliach that he appointed to pick it up, what's with the get itself? Why shouldn't we say a similar sweater regarding the get itself? I give you a get. I only trust you not to lose the get and deliver it to her. How could you appoint a second shliach? Who says the husband trusts a second shliach? Kivega talks about it, but in the end he remains with the tzorachi and he doesn't give this answer, uh, give an answer for it. Some achreinim want to say that uh, you must say that it's sort of a takonis chachamim, that the fact that regarding get you're allowed to give it over to another shliach. Because otherwise it could happen. A person gets sick or there's some oinus that happens and he can't deliver the get. If, if he's not going to be allowed to give it over to a second shliach, she can stay in a guna. So they, they, we're misakin this only by a get but not by Epikodon. So the Gemara, Omer Avkahane, Avkahane said about our Mishnah, Cholotnan. It says in our Mishnah that the first Shliach got sick, only if he got sick or anything similar, like an Oynis. So then I say that he's able to give it over to another Shliach. Isn't this obvious? Cholotnan. It clearly says in our Mishnah that when could the first Shliach appoint the second Shliach? Only if he got sick. Why would I think otherwise? Says the Gemara, not Maldetayme. I would think to say, Maybe this halacha applies that the first shleach could appoint a second shleach even if he's not sick. When it says in the mission that he got sick, it's just saying that usually, why wouldn't the first shleach fulfill what he's doing? Usually he's only appointing a second shleach because he got sick and he can't make it. Kamash Malon, that's where Rav Kahan is saying, no, you're only allowed to appoint a second shleach if you got sick. And the basis of this halacha is because if a person appoints a shliach to give a get, so unless you get sick, he wants Tafka you to give the get. He's mocked, but he wants you to give it. So if you got sick, if, if it's a highness, then he, he would agree that you should give it to someone else. But otherwise, you have to give the get yourself. Now, so the Gemara asks on this, based on a braise, who is the tan of our Mishnah? Hey, dami, what is our Mishnah talking about? What exactly did the husband tell the shliach? If the husband just simply said to the first shliach, here, deliver the get. He didn't clearly say, you deliver the get. He just said, have this get delivered. So then, So even if the first shliach did not get sick, he should be allowed to give it over to a second shliach, because we see that the Baal was not dafki. he should give it. If the husband specified clearly, you deliver the get, then I fill a So then even if he got sick, too bad. The husband does not want anyone else to deliver the get other than you. So how, why is the mission saying if you're sick, you can give it to someone else? 
Now there's another opinion about this, as we'll see right here in a second, in the Braisa. If our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rabshimagamlil, Rabshimagamlil says, regardless of what the husband said, even if he never specified you bring the get, it doesn't make a difference. Rabshimagamlil holds that the first Shliach is the only one that could deliver the get. Even if he got sick, he can't give it to someone else. So where do we see this? The Tanya we learned in the Braise. The Braise says, if all the husband said is, have this get delivered for my wife, then if you don't want to bring it, you can just give it to a second shliach, even if you didn't get sick. If the husband said, you bring this get to my wife, you can't give it to anyone else. And it seems like what the Braise is saying is, even if you got sick, he said he wants Tafki, you should give it to get. He's makpid. You can't give it to anyone else. It doesn't make a difference what language the husband used. The first shliach could never appoint a second shliach, period. No such a thing. Taisus here actually says, you must say, even according to Rabshim Gamliel, there is a case where a shliach could appoint a second shliach. Because there's a Befeish Gemara in Kedushin that learns from a Pasuk that a first shliach could appoint a second shliach. Says Taisus, according to Rabshim Gamliel, the only time he could is if the husband will clearly tell him. And if you can't bring the get, or if you don't want to bring the get, then I'm, I allow you. I'm not mocked, but you can bring someone else. But if he doesn't specify that clearly, you can't appoint the second shliach. Says so the Gemara here, a few answers. Who the Tan of our Mishnah is? If you want, I'll tell you that the case of our Mishnah is that all the husband said is bring the get, and he didn't say clearly you bring the get. But for who the chala? This that it says here in the Braise that he could appoint someone else, the Pshat in the Braise is only if he got sick, even though the Braise doesn't spell that out, but that's what it means, like it says in our Mishnah. Or if you want, I can tell you, it says in our Mishnah that only if he got sick, he can give it over to a second Shliach. The case in our Mishnah is that the husband told him, you bring the get. Ah, if he told him, you bring the get, wasn't he makpit? But v'chalashani, well, yeah, he was mak, but he wants the first shliach to bring the get, but not if it's impossible. If he got sick, he'll be maskim, and that's the pshat in the brayis as well, even though it doesn't spell it out. Or the third answer, you can say that Rabshimagamlieli, our Mishnah is Rabshimagamliel. So even though it seemed like Rabshimagamliel said you can't appoint anybody other than yourself, the, the first shliach, but v'chalashani, Rabshimagamliel will agree when the first shliach got sick that you could appoint the second shliach. Okay, here the Gemara now has a stira on, what it, on the din of our Mishnah. So Tanan, in our Mishnah it says, maybe get You could send a get with another person. I'll ask you a stira from a Mishnah later in the Mesechta. Here the Mishnah says, The husband said to two people, Give a get for my wife. Or he said to three people, Write a get and give it to my wife. Right, so regarding the two, he did not clearly say, write, write the get. He just said, give the get to my wife. But when he said, give the get to his wife, that includes both to write the get and to give the get. And then by Shloisha, he clearly said, kisvu get and tunu ishti. So then what's Allah in both of these cases? Harei elu yichtavu v'yitnu. So they have to write the get themselves and give it to their wife, his wife. You can't appoint anybody else to, uh, to write this get for him. Right, so I said, Ashavir explains, we'll see in the Gemara later, the mission over there later, that there is a difference between two and three, whether you say Tnu uh, or Kisvu Tnu. Okay, I'm not going to get into that here now, but regarding the Pshat of the Gemara over here, what, what do you see? So the Gemara asks, Inu in. So you see over here that only these individuals that he tells them 
they have to be the ones to write to get and give it to her. You can't tell someone else to write to get. They have to write to get for her. So the question is, why, why can't they appoint a second shliach like it says in our Mishnah? So Abaya answers, over there, since it's talking about a husband that appointed these people to write to get for him, time and my, the reason is, because the husband will be embarrassed about the fact that he wants to give his wife a get and he can't write the get himself. So that itself is embarrassing for him. So the fact that he appoints people to write the get for him, he's comfortable with the fact that they're going to write the get for him. But he doesn't need everybody else to know the fact that he can't write a get. So he doesn't want anyone else to be appointed for this. So there's a kepeda. But over here, he's just sending someone to give a get. Not to write a get. So to give a get. So if, if you can't give the get, so then someone else can give the get. So over here, he's not makpid. Rav Rava says, no, completely different shot. What we learn on that Mishnah that when he tells people to write a get, they can't give the get to someone else. Mishum demili nino. The shlichus, to write a get, is just words. Umili shliach. And these words cannot be given over to a shliach. So Rav is a new concept in the halacha of shlichus. When you appoint a shliach to give a get, so you have a physical get in your hands. And he's giving you this get, and now you take the place of the husband, you become connected to the husband, you can give the get. So if you take the place of the husband, you could appoint someone else. You can appoint a second shliach, just like the husband himself can. But if you don't have any get in your hands, Bachlau, the husband gave you a mission to go and write the get, and then to give the get. So right now, all you, all you have is the job to write the get, just mili. So you're not yet in the place of the husband. Until you don't have that get to give to the isha, so you, you're not yet a shluch shladen So how could you appoint a second person to be a shleich in your place? That's uh, the hesbah that uh, you see over here from Rashid. I'm, I'm giving you the hesbah here that Achreinim says here in this concept of mili lemimsur and shliach. This is a concept that's brought in many places. Huh? After after you have already the get in your hands, it's not mili anymore, right? It's not going to be mili anymore. There's a very big discussion about this Indian of mili lemimsur and shliach. There's a couple of pshatim and rishanim about it. What is the difference between these two answers of Abai and Rav? Says the Gemara, the difference is Shliach Matana. When you send a Shliach to go and uh, write a Shtar Matana for somebody. So the, here, the Rashi explains, the Nafkimina is regarding writing a Shtar Matana, according to Abai, that the only reason you can't appoint a second Shliach is because it's embarrassing for the husband. He's supposed to write to get by a Shtar Matana. You're giving the matana. You don't have to write the shtar matana. Adara, but the recipient writes the shtar. So there's no, nothing embarrassing about it. But if the reason is mili lemimsar on the shliach, so then if you were told to go and have a shtar matana written, so then this is also mili. This is just words. You can't give it over to another shliach to do this. Rav Shmuel argued about this. Rav Oma matana eino keget. A matana does not have the same aloha as a get. And Shmuel said, no, a matana has the same halacha of a get. We apply this halacha of mili le mimsir on the shliach, and it applies by a matana just like a get. So it's holding the same thing. Only before writing, but after writing, it's the same thing. They both make shlokan. And the chanami, yeah, the chayri, you're right. Huh? After he wrote the get. After he wrote the get. Uh-huh. Get. Okay, I hear. Then Maybe. Not the case, because the yeah. case is before he wrote, before he wrote it. Before he wrote it, right. Okay, can so sign. The next thing it said in the Mishnah was, He sent a shliach, but he also told the shliach he has a second job. Not only to give her the get, but also to pick up a certain object from her. So then you can't appoint the second shliach. So the shliach says, the pshat in the Mishnah here is as follows, 
Here, the only Chiddush Mishnah that Rabbi is teaching us here is that ain't a shoyel, rashoyel That if you borrow something from someone, you can't lend it to someone else to use. You're, you're the one that uh, he allowed to use it, you can't give it to someone else. And same, you rent something, so you have the rights to use it, you can't rent it out to someone else. But the main point that Ishlakish is trying to say over here is that the, the only Chiddush in the Mishnah over here is is regarding you, you're not allowed to appoint another shliach because he's not allowed to uh, take the chayfets. The mishalech wants you to take the chayfets. But regarding the kashrus of the get, if you appoint another shliach, so then the get will be a good get. That's not the issue over here. The only issue is the fact that the chayfets is not allowed to be in the other uh, person's possession. That's what Rishlakish uh, is saying. Shat in the Mishnah. Okay, now Amalei Rabbi Yechinen, Rabbi Yechinen argues in this, and he says, no, that's not the Chiddush of the Mishnah. The fact that if you borrow something or rent something, you're not allowed to give it to someone else to use, that even children understand. It's Pashit from Svara, that you're the one that was trusted to use it and not anyone else. <coughs> that, that's not the Chiddush of a Mishnah. Elo, rather, our Mishnah here is coming to say, Zimnin, the Gita Sometimes, if you are going to appoint someone else to deliver the get and pick up this object, so not only did you do something wrong by allowing another person to take the object and to take the object and not you, but the get also will not take effect. Again, zim in the get and Why the nase ka'ime? Because this would be compared like to a case where a person says shomaloi, the person says to his shliach to go divorce his wife, and he tells him al tegarsha You should only divorce her on the on the first floor of the house. And the Gersh he gave you the get and the, and the attic, or on the second floor. Or he told the Al-Tagarsh, you should only give the get to her in the right, with your right hand. And he divorces her with the left hand. So he clearly said, this is what your shlichus is. If you don't do the shlichus exactly the way he said, you're not a shlich for the, for the Gershim to be done this way. So over here as well, sometimes we say that if the husband said that go and pick up this chayfetz when you're giving her the get, that's the, the whole get, the gedishin is contingent upon that. If you don't pick up, if you're not the one that picks up this chayfetz, so then the, the gedishin itself will not take effect. So now the Gemara here says, here you have the machlekes, you return of yechina. So what's basically the machlekes here? Shlokish says, the shlich is to pick up the chayfetz, and the shlich is to give the get are sort of two separate things. Right? So, so if you appointed a second shlich to pick up the chayfetz, so you did something wrong, that he's not allowed to have that chayfetz in his hands. But as far as the gerishin is concerned, it doesn't affect the get that you give. Rabbi Yechinen says, no, it's dependent on each other. But the says, even Rabbi Yechinen used the expression zimnin, not always. Sometimes you could say that if you appoint someone else to pick up the chayfetz, then it'll affect the gerishin, that the, the get it will not be a gerishin. So the Gemara explains as follows. The kulam, uh, everybody will agree to what Ishlakish basically said. If when you appointed the second shliach to go and pick up the chayfetz and give it again. So the woman, she went out to the shliach and she gave him immediately the chayfetz. And and only afterwards did she take the get from him. Did she get the get from him? So then, In such a case, everybody will agree that the get is a good get. Right? The husband wanted you to pick up the chayfetz first and then give the get. And that's what happened. The second shliach did the exact same thing. He didn't change from what the husband wanted. So true, there's, there's something over here that shouldn't have happened. The chayfetz is not allowed to be in the hands of the second shliach. And it's supposed to be in the hands of the first shliach. But in such a case, we divide the gedishin from the pekodin. The pekodin is in the takia, was is in the hands of the wrong person. But because the pekodin was given first, so, so once you give the get, 
So the get itself will be chal, will take effect. It's like two separate things. But Kipligi, when is there an argument between Rishlakish and Rabbi Yechenen? Heicheda Amalei, Shkoyel Mina Chayfitz, Vahada Havlagita. If the husband says, I want you first to pick up the Chayfitz, and then to take the, and, and then to give the getter, that is. And Vahazal Iyu, and now this Shliach went, whether it's the first Shliach or the second Shliach, Vyav Lagita, and he gave her the get first, Vahada Shakta Mina Chayfitz, only afterwards did he take the Chayfitz. So over here, there's a problem. You change the order of what the husband wanted. Rav Yechenen Paisel, Bai V'kol Shkein B'Shluchai. Rav Yechenen says that even the first Shliach that did it in the opposite order of what the husband said, the get will be Paisel. And for sure, if you appoint a second Shliach, so now that, not only did you take it out of order, but it's in the hands of a second Shliach that you never appointed him to have this Chayfetz in his hands. All right, so Rashi explains, why did the husband say that he wants you to take the Chayfetz first? Because he wants, he wants to get that chayfetz from her. And he specifically said, I want the chayfetz before you give her the get, because he, he wants to make sure he's going to get this chayfetz back, and he's ready for her to remain in Aguna, not to get the get, until she gives back the chayfetz. So if you do it in the opposite order, you give the get, and then you take the chayfetz, you didn't do what the husband wanted. She, right? she, wants to keep the right, right. she may want to keep the chayfetz. The husband wants to make sure he's getting the chayfetz, so he's wants you to withhold the get until you get the chayfetz. So Rashi explains that that's what Rabbi Yechenon was saying before in the Pshat of the Mishnah. That's why a first shliach should not appoint a second shliach. Because the second shliach might not be medayik in this. He might not take the chayfetz before he gives the get. So therefore he can't. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be a psul in the gedishin as well. Not just a problem that the chayfetz is in the wrong person's hand. But Rishlokish says, if the first shliach changed the order of what the husband said, it's still the gedishin. It's still the gedishin. It's still kosher. And the kosher came by. So Bishlucha here means even the se- even a second shliach actually. Even if you sent a second shliach, it'll be kosher and for sure the first shliach as well. In other words, Vishlakish holds, even if the husband says in this Lashon, first take the chayfits and then get the get from then give her the get, he wasn't being makpit. He's just saying how usually a person would do it, but uh, he wasn't being makpit about this. So the fact that you did it in the opposite order doesn't matter. The fact that you now have the chayfits in your hands, you fulfilled the shlichas. Yeah, because he wouldn't know. You wouldn't necessarily know which order these Well, after the fact, yeah, it doesn't matter you to him. You would have to come back and give it to him. Correct. Yes, yeah, sort of. Correct. But you're right, but but Rabbi Yechenon holds the Baal was makhbit about this. He wanted Dafke to. to Rabbi Yechenon Shlokish says, no, he wasn't makhbit about this. Ah, but Rabbi Yechenon also, the first thing about change also is not good. Again? Even the first shliach, correct? Even the first shliach. And that's the reason why you shouldn't give it over to the second shliach. Because the second shliach might not understand exactly. He didn't hear directly from the husband how he was makhted. So the second shliach might not do it properly. If a person is delivering a get in, in Medina Sayyam. Chutzlaretz, from Chutzlaretz Eretz Yisrael. So now over here, you deliver a get, you have to testify, b'fana nichta, b'fana nechta, that we, as we learned in the beginning of the Masechta. Now, v'cholo, <coughs> this shliach got sick, he can't deliver the get. So what does he do? Oise shliach bebezdin, he can appoint another shliach in a bezdin, and he can send the get with a second shliach. And now, he says in front of this bezdin, b'fana nichta, b'fana nechta, the get was written and signed in front of me. Okay, so now he already said the testimony, and now the Bezdin that heard the testimony could testify, it could, could send the second shliach. <laughs> the second shliach will not have to say, he, he can't, he doesn't know, he wasn't there. All he has to say is, I was appointed by the Bezdin. Once he was appointed by the Bezdin, we can rely on the fact that the Bezdin did everything properly, and they got the testimony from the first shliach. 
Talk to Gemara. Amru le Rabban ala vimi berei the Rabbavol. The Rabbanan said to Avimi, the son of Rabbavol. Boimenei mi Rabbavol. Ask from your father Rabbavol the following question. Shliach the shliach. Mashvi shliach the second shliach. The shliach or the first shliach. Could he appoint a third shliach? Oiloi or not? This halacha that we say that you can appoint another shliach. Does this mean only a second shliach or does it go a third, a fourth, and further on? Amalahu, so Avimi says to them, I don't have to ask my, sh- my father the Shaila. Yeah, have no reason to ask such a Shaila. look at the language of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, that the last Shliach does not have to say, the Mishnah does not use the Lashon, the second Shliach. It says, so I see that the second could appoint a third and further on, and it could be a last Shliach, even more than two. The Shaila that you should ask. That I should be asking my father is as follows: Kimashvi shliach bebezdin or yafilu shalei bebezdin. When the second shliach wants to appoint a third shliach, does he have to do that in a bezdin as well, or even without a bezdin? The first shliach, when he appoints a second shliach, that has to be done in a bezdin. He has to testify before an itlu, before an echdam. But by the second shliach, if he's appointing a third shliach, does he have to do it in a bezdin as well? So when the third shliach will come to deliver the get, and he'll say. It was done in a bezin, so then we can rely that this, we know this get comes from chutzlat. It's only then could we rely on the fact that it was done right or no, since he he does not have to say before so he doesn't have to do it in a bezin. So Amrulay, so now the Rabbanan, once they they were, they were told to pay attention to the words of the Mishnah, so they now said, this we don't have any shaila about. So Midiktani, they said, look in the words of the Mishnah, that the shliach that's giving the get to the isha has to say shliach bezdenani. So they said, look, so, so shliach bezdenani means no matter who it is, the third, fourth shliach that's giving the get to the isha will have to say shliach bezdenani. So it always has to be appointed in a bezden. Agamara brings another version of the story. Rav Nachman Yitzchak Masni Hachi. Rav Nachman Yitzchak, so he had the story in the following version. Ask your father, shliach the shliach. When you have a second shliach that's appointing a third shliach, kimashvi shliach, when he appoints a third shliach, the bezdin, does that have to be in a bezdin? Since the second shliach is not saying before an ichtav, so it does not have to be in a bezdin. So this is the shaila that he told him to ask his father. Avimi says to them, Why don't you even ask a shaila, could the second shliach at all appoint a third shliach? How do you know about that? Could he appoint a second shliach? So the Rabbanon answered him, This we don't have a shayla about it. None, because the Mishnah says, So it uses the term So I clearly see that a second shliach could appoint a third shliach. Our shayla is though, if the second shliach has to appoint him in a bezna or not. So Amalahu, so on this, Avimi answered, This as well should not be a shaila. The Mishnah clearly says that the final shliach that gives the get to Disha has to say that I am a shliach from the Bezdin. Now Rabbi says regarding this halacha of one shliach appointing another and many shluchim, shliach Beret Yisrael, Oisakam Shluchim. A shliach that's delivering a get in Eretz Yisrael, and he doesn't have to say before nechta before nechtam. So one shliach could appoint another and another and another, and it doesn't have to be done in a bezin at all, because you don't have to testify before nechta before nechtam. Amar Ravashi, Ravashi said, "In Mei Sirishain, Batlukula." 
So when you have here many different shluchim, so if the first shliach passes away, so then the rest of the shluchim are all going to be bottled. So even if the husband is still alive, but because the second shliach was appointed by the first shliach, <laughs> so if the first shliach dies, so then the second shliach can't fulfill his shlichus anymore. So Mar Baravashi says about this, This that my father here said, is he, he must have said this when he was young, because this halach is not true. Because Ilu Bal, who's the one that really matters if he's alive or not? Only the husband himself. If the husband passed away, Midi Mashasha is Buhu, is there any, anything left to any of the shlichas of any of the shluchim? Kulu Mikayach Mankasu. Where is everyone? Who's everyone really representing? Who are they connected to? Mikayach the Balkasu. They are all connected to the husband that they're delivering the get for. If the husband is still alive, so any of the later shluchim, even a third, fourth, fifth shliach, so they can still fulfill the shlichis. If the husband is not alive, so then none of the, none of the other shluchim can be any shliach. So, so Mar Baravashi is saying, it doesn't depend on whether the first shliach passed away, it depends on whether the husband is alive or not. There's a sikha from the Rebbe Barichis about here, this piece of the Gemara, and the Rebbe there explains that the way Ravashi said this halacha, and Marba Ravashi said, he said it when he was young, he was giving a certain independence to a shliach, that a shliach that accepts a get, so now that he becomes a shliach, so sort of the, the bailus of this gaydishin is in his hands. So if he passes away, so no other shliach can be a shliach anymore. So Marba Ravashi saying is, no, that's not what shlichus is. The shliach is totally bottled to the original mishaleach. If there's no mishaleach, there's no shliach anymore. There's no such a thing that now will depend on the first shliach. That's the in general the Nakuda. The Rabbi the explains this by Richa there, the Richa's in the Sikha. Who? The first Shliach? The, the second one was already got the Shlichas. Correct, but he could only fulfill his Shlichas if the husband is still alive. Because the idea of Shlichas is that you bottle to a Mishaleach, not that you're independently now have the power to do a Gerishin. If there's no first Shliach, a Mishaleach anymore. So then, there's nothing. It's a, the shliach is, is an extension of the first mishaleach. He's bottled to the first mishaleach. Otherwise, there's nothing, nothing left. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So the Rebbe there speaks parichas about the saying over there, the Indian of shliches. Okay. Chelik l'amagimul parshas kairach. Take a look. Okay. Let's go right in the Gemara. Ahu gavre. There was a story with an individual. The shadala gita l'debisup. He sent a get with a shliach for his wife. I'm a shliach, but the shliach says, I don't know who your wife is, so I'm not sure I'll be able to give her the get. So the husband says, If so, zil So you know what? Go and you'll find Abba Barminyoimi. Him, you probably know who he is. He's a famous person. Give him the get. He knows who my wife is. And Abba Barminyoimi, he will go and give the get to my wife. <laughs> so also, the shliach came. He didn't find Abba Barminyoimi. But who did he find? He found these three Amiraim. And the Yasib Rav Safra Gabay, and Rav Safra was sitting with them. So Amrulay, so these three Amiraim said to the Shliach, Milach Kamedidan. So instead of giving the get to Abba Barbanyoimi, give us the get. So then when Abba Barbanyoimi will come, and then we'll give it over to Abba Barbanyoimi and he'll give her the get. That's what they said. So now, so basically what they were saying is, you're going to give us the get, you'll testify for us, this was a get that was being brought from Chutzlaretz, and then we'll give it over to Abba Barmiyami to deliver the get. Rav Safra asked them this, 
But here, this person is a shliach that was not appointed to divorce the wife. He was just appointed to give it over to Abba Bar Minyaymi. So he doesn't have, he's not taking the place of the husband with this get that he could not give it over to someone else to give the get to the Isha. By a regular shliach, that's a real shliach for Gedishin. So first shliach could appoint a second shliach, a third shliach. But over here, he just has this get in his hand that he has to give over to Abba Bar Minyaymi to give the get. The husband right away said that you're not the shliach Gedishin because you don't recognize my wife. Okay, so Abba Bar Minyaymi will be that shliach Gedishin, but you're just sort of in between to give the get to Abba Bar Minyaymi. He's not even a real shliach Bakhlaw. Some Rishayim say that the question of the Gemara is also how could, how could he testify Bifana Nichta Bifana Nechta? That whole testimony is only shayach to a shliach of Gedishin, but he's not really a shliach for Gedishin. This, this question the Gemara asks over here is similar to the point the Gemara said on Amar Aleph about mili le mimsur on the shliach. You're not really yet a real shliach over here. You're just here to deliver the get to Abba Bar Miyami. Abba Bar Miyami is the real shliach. So how could have these Amiraim said, give us the get? So Amar Rav said about this interaction here. Kapchinu Rav Safre l'tlaser Rabbanu Smuchi. Rav Safre knocked off the feet of these three Rabbanon that were Smuchi, that uh, that knew all the halachas, but nevertheless he disproved what they were suggesting to do. Am Ravashi, but Ravashi says no. B'may kapchinu. Why are you saying such a strong thing that he cut off their feet? That he, that, that, that he showed them that they made a mistake. Mi ka'amale abba minyaymi v'loy at. Did the husband say, I only want Abba Barman Yemi to be the shliach for the Gedishin and not you? Why, why did he say give it to Abba Barman Yemi? Because the shliach said he doesn't recognize his wife. Originally, he did want the shliach to be the shliach for the Gedishin. Only after he said, I don't recognize her, so he said, okay, give it to Abba Barman Yemi. But he doesn't, he, <laughs> in essence, he didn't take back the fact that he appointed him to be a shliach as well. So therefore, these Chachamim uh, were right when they said that he can give them over the get and say, Befan Nechto, Befan Another version over here in this uh, discussion here between Rava and, uh, and Rav Ashi, who was right, Ikidamri, others said, Amar Rava, Rava came and said, Kapchinu, Rav Safra, Letlasi, Rabban, Esmuchi, Betausa. This, uh, what Rav Safra said against these three Amiraim, that he, he cut off their feet, he said that they're making a mistake, that the Shliach can't <laughs> give them the get, it was a mistake. Like, like the Svarat Gemara just said, because really he is a Shliach for the Gerishin. The Baal is not Makbid. But Omar Avashi, so according to this version, Avashi said, no, Maitu, so why, why did he make a mistake? Maika, Omalei, what did the Mishalech, what did the husband say? Abba Barbinyoimi, Viloyat. We understand that once the husband saw that he does not recognize his wife, he's saying only Abba Barbinyoimi should be the Shliach and, and not you. So therefore, how could you give over the get to anyone else? You're not even a Shliach Legadish, you just have to give over that get to Abba Barbinyoimi. Okay, the Gemara brings another story. Ahu Gavre, there was a story with an individual, the Shadale Gitele de Bisu, he sent a get for his wife. But he made a condition. He says to the Shliach, do not give the get to my wife at until 30 days. Now, within those 30 days, so Anonis happened, he got sick or whatever it is, and he can't deliver the get. So he came to Rove to ask him what should he do. So Rove says, <laughs> so the Mishnah said that a shliach that got sick, so he's an Oynes, he can appoint a second shliach. So So this individual, it's within 30 days, and right now he can't, there's an Oynes, so he can't go. <clears throat> so he can give over the get to someone else and deliver the get. Give over your get in front of us. 
And then when 30 days comes, we'll appoint another shliach, and then that shliach will give the get. That's how Rav Paskin. So the Chachamim there asked Rav about this. How could you do this? Within the 30 days, he's not yet a real shliach. He can't give over his shlichus to anyone else. He doesn't take the place of the husband yet because there's a condition that's holding him up of giving the get at this point. Only after 30 days is he a real shliach and then he can give it over to someone else. But Rav argued, Rav said, no. Since he was already given the power now that after 30 days he could divorce his wife, so therefore he is considered to be a shliach that has the power of Gedishin, and therefore he can give that shliachas over to someone else even within 30 days. Okay, but now the Gemara finishes off here this Indian with a side question about this. But when you are affected Gemara, Velech Hashem and when you get a shlichus from a husband to give a get after 30 days, so even if you're a shliach, and even if we just said you can give over a shliach to someone else, but there's another concern here. Maybe within those 30 days, the husband appeased his wife. And maybe the husband actually lived with his wife in between. We learned before a few times that a get yoshon, a get that you, you wrote for your wife, but it wasn't given right away. So we have to be concerned that maybe the husband lived with his wife in between, and then there's a gzeda that you can't give the get anymore. So why aren't we concerned about that over here? Did we not learn in a Mishnah, if a person says, A person says, here, this is the get for my wife that should take effect now, but only on the condition that I don't come for 12 months, if I don't return for 12 months. Or Mace, and he passed away within 12 months. So he's not, so the condition is fulfilled. He's not coming. So then the condition was fulfilled and it's a get. But the question was asked, why aren't we concerned that maybe the husband came and he appeased his wife? And some actually say what the Gemara is asking is, not only the fact that it's a get yoshon, but the point is he may have actually came and appeased her and took off the t'nai. Maybe originally he made a t'nai, but maybe he came in between and, and took off the t'nai. So, Okay, one second. This point I just said about take off the tnai. Okay, let's let's leave that. But the, the point the point the Gemara is asking is that if he came in between, so he he appeased her and maybe he lived with her, so it's a get yashon. That's the shail over here. So Rabbi Baravone asked about the, uh, uh, explained this. That is, Hachi Oma Abba Mori Mishmei the Rav. Abba Mori said in the name of Rav. The only time that a husband can give the get to the wife is if the husband said she is going to be believed to testify and say that I never arrived in between. Even if I'm going to come and argue later that I came in between, doesn't make any difference. The husband is, is going to be, sorry, the woman that is, is going to be believed to say that I did not come. Only if the husband made clearly such a condition, then you can give the get after 12 months. Rashi over here explains that this whole discussion over here in the Gemara is only in a case where the husband gives a specific time frame, 30 days or 12 months, then we could be concerned maybe the husband came in between and appeased her. But if a person sends, you, may, you might ask, if a person sends a get any time from overseas, how could you ever deliver a get from overseas? Maybe the husband in between came and uh, he appeased her. So Rashi says, no, because over there there's no time frame. So therefore the husband is not going to come in between. Because he's going to say to himself, well, I sent the shliach ahead of me. So the shliach probably already came before me. So over there we're not concerned about it. But over here when there's a time frame of 30 days or of 12 months, why aren't we concerned that maybe the husband came in between? And the Gemara Taka says we are. And the only time that we're allowed to bring this get and give it to her is if the husband made a specific condition that the woman will be believed to say that he did not come. 
So this is a question on Rava. How could Rava say regarding this shliach that's delivering the get in this time frame of 30 days that you give the get to me and I'll give it to her? So the Gemara says, Ichsef. Rava Taka got embarrassed because of this question. He didn't have an answer. But the Gemara says, L'soyfi gloi milsa. In the end, it was revealed that Rava's psaktim was correct. The Arusa Havoy. That she was not fully married yet. That she was only an Arusa. And if she was only an Arusa, there's no concern that the husband came and was living with her. In between. So Rav said, oh, now that we know that she's only an Arusa, this concern that the husband will come, may come, and in between and, and live with her, that's only if he was fully married to her. But by an Arusa, he wasn't living with her at all. We're not concerned about this. Okay, so that's, so that's the conclusion of the Gemara. But then Rav said another thing, but this Shiloh, though, I do have regarding a first Shliach, appointing a second Shliach, when the Bezin appoints the second Shliach, does the second Shliach have to be standing there? When the first Shliach says, he has to hear him saying, and then the Bezin appoints the second Shliach, or not? As long as the Bezin heard it, it's enough for the second Shliach to deliver the get. And then Rav answered this halacha as well, and he said, The second shliach that takes the get from the first shliach, whether he was there when the first shliach gave it to the Bezni or not, it doesn't make a difference. And Sholchum Itam, the same halacha was sent from there, from Eretz Yisrael, whether in front of the Bezni, whether not in front of the Bezni, the second shliach could be appointed to deliver the get.